Hi, and welcome to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Thank you for joining me today and every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Remember, this is an open mic discussion where we, where you can join me um, with any topics, any, for any questions. All you have to do is dial 646-668-8485. Just hit the one and I'll bring you on air. And also, for those who don't know me, I am a motivated speaker. A motivated speaker, passionate, life coach. I love to enrich the quality of women's mind, body, soul, and spirit with true essence of understanding the beauty of life, as well as teaching them how to uncover and rediscover life challenges so they can live in their authentic self and be aligned with their true purpose. The reason for this podcast is because I go to the prison every week and I mentor to women there. And the issues that I find that they have is a lot of the issues that I find that women have on the outside. So this allows me to go the extra mile by having guests and talk about irrelevant topics that will help inspire, uplift, and motivate families to avoid being into um, incarceration so we can both enlighten each other so we can move forward to be better and individuals of helping each other in society. So today our topic is about understanding the seven principles of self-love. And before I get into that, I wanted to share this topic because I've been having several conversations with ladies and a lot of us, you know, we all struggle with not loving ourselves or understanding what self-love is about. And the more the more I talk to people, I understand that self-love is about healing wounds that we have experienced. It's not so much about pampering the outside surface and relaxation, but it goes a little bit deeper than that. Um, I realize the same love that we give others is the same love we must give to ourselves. So before I go into all the details about the seven principles of self-love, I would like to take a break. But before I go, remember, just pause and hit the one, and I will bring you on for conversation, or if you have a comment or a question about the topic, please don't hesitate. Please hit the one. We'll be right back. Authors, are you looking for a new way to get your book in the hands of new audience of targeted buyers? Then a virtual book tour is for you. Right now, virtual book tours is an excellent opportunity for you to introduce your book and who you are as an author. Launching your book is very important. A virtual book tour will connect you with readers. We at WNL, we specialize in book tours, book blasts, radio tours, cover reveals, and Facebook chats. Promoting and marketing your book is what we do. Online publicity, the exposure and the publicity is what you need. Let us help you reach new readers and a new audience. We take care of everything so you don't have to. We set up the tour for you. We connect you with bloggers to advertise your book by way of interviews, guest posts, and reviews. If you are an author of a newly published book, have an upcoming release, or just want to give a previously published book new life, a virtual book tour is your answer. Check our tours out at www.wnlbooktours.com. Visit me on Facebook. I am the owner, Paulette Harper. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? 
Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. Thank you, thank you. We're back. This is Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Again, thank you for joining me today. I'm here every Thursday at 4 p.m., and today is open mic discussion, so all you have to do is hit the one if you're listening. If you're online, I don't have a feature yet to get your comments, but I will next week, I promise. So today's topic is about understanding the seven principles of love. And let me just share how it came about. I have a young lady, and she was telling me that she has issues with trust. She wants to get married, but she doesn't trust. Um, she has a lot of um, insecurity. And I told her one thing about trust and what I have understood about trust. Trust is not so much trusting the person. Trust is about trusting yourself. You not having enough love and a confidence in yourself of making the right decisions. So that's where the trust barrier comes in. Yes, it does have something to do with past experience where you lost trust of somebody else because of somebody else's behavior, but it all bottles down to not having trust in yourself, not trusting your decisions that you make. And so this is why self, the self-love topic came about. Because, you know, I was pondering a little bit more deeper on the word self-trust, I mean self-love, and we all have, you know, issues with self-love. You know, we're, we're easy to love others, but we're easy to love others, but unfortunately, we do not love ourselves enough. Why? I'm not sure on that one, but, you know, slowly but surely as we grow, as things change, as society change and how the, um, what I want to say, there's there's a certain type of um, dynamics that's taking place in the world, and a lot of people are going within. And the long, more we go within, the more we will discover that uh, that that self love a little bit more deeper once we identify who we are. So today about the seven principles of self love, I do have some other tips I want to share, but I found this here article about the principles of self love, so I said let me share that. So one of it is your body is your temple. As we know, is the mind, the body, and the spirit. They all go in hand to hand. And if the body is not operating in the capacity that it needs to operate, then there's an issue feeling your best, feeling um, confidence in yourself, your you, your your low your self esteem will be low. So it's about taking care of you. Your body has rights over you, and if you don't take care of it properly, we all know our body will fall apart. And when the body falls apart, it's because we're not giving it the healthy. We're not giving it the right nutrition that it needs. We're not exercising um, regularly to take care of the body. The body is like a machine. If we want it to operate, we got to feed it like a machine, just like a cell phone. When that battery dies, we quick to grab the charger to give it the energy that 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 source that it needs. That's the same thing with the body. The body is your temple. If you want it to stay fit and look good in it, it's about 
eating healthy foods. And I will say that, you know, I had to learn at an early at a at a older age that um I realized that, you know how we like to crave sugar and sweets and stuff like that. And we think it's normal. You know, that's just something you do on it as when you're young. But as you get older and you start to appreciate the value of your body and understand how the body actually works for you, you realize that, okay, eating this junk food, why am I eating this junk food? So I had to teach myself and say, okay, when I'm eating junk food, what am I doing? I'm actually feeding the stress. The body is going through stress, and I want to eat junk food. I don't want to eat healthy food. I want to eat junk food. So I have to tell the body, no, we can't eat like this here. We have to fix whatever stress we're dealing with, fix that issue so we do not consume that type of food so we can be able to operate in the manner that we're supposed to operate. So that's just one thing um, I wanted to share about that one. So that's a good principle that you can always have so your body is your temple. If the body's not right, the mind is not right, things is not going to go, that the love, how you feel about yourself is going to, um, instead of be motivated, it's going to demotivate yourself. The second one is your mind is your strength, and that's about motivating yourself giving yourself affirmations, staying positive with positive thoughts about your life, your career, um, where you're going, how you feel about yourself, being proud of yourself, and knowing, uh, knowing the things that you want to do is about your mind. Your, your mind is your strength. You know, your mind is what gives you that strength and motivate you to do what you to do what you need to do. So when your mind is strong and you got the wisdom and the knowledge that you need, you won't feel good. That self love is going to automatically keep pumping you where you're feeling good. The mind is thinking right. You're positive. You know, affirmations, saying affirmations, and going deep within and telling yourself that you are beautiful. You are amazing. Uh, you know. You're going to conquer this task. You, you you want to fulfill your dreams. Whatever you have to tell yourself, your mind is your strength. If you give it negativity, it is going to do the opposite. There's no love. It's all hate, negativity. It's friction. You don't want that. So you got to feed. It's almost like feeding your body the good stuff. you got to feed your mind with the good stuff. So I'm going to stop there, but that was principle number two, and I want to just give a little bit. So, each day we have to tell ourselves something really positive about ourselves. You know, start with your affirmations, um, journal, you know, just journal things about yourself. You Sometimes I used to always go and think about everything that I have accomplished, you know, and I don't look at the negative, I look at the positive side of it. You know, for me being a teen parent, I have, went over, I have challenged some hurdles and I have succeeded tremendously, but I had some downfalls, but that was only growth. That was only for me to learn, lessons for me to learn. So it's all about telling yourself positive and knowing that you can do anything. The next one is believing in yourself. And believing in yourself is saying that you can do anything you want, setting your dreams, reaching your uh, re- reaching your aspirations. What is it that you want in life? You know, I always say, you know, you got to believe in yourself. you got to believe in your dreams. Don't listen to any negative self-talk. You know, people love 
to tear you down. People love to tell you that you can't do it only because they can't do it or they're not comfortable where they at in their own life. I had a gentleman once, you know, was saying, don't you get sick and tired of people tearing you down? No, I don't because I don't surround myself with people who will want to tear me down. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you don't put yourself in that circle of listening to the naysayers, you're good. But you got to believe in yourself, surround yourself with other people who have made it or who's willing to cheer you on so you can thrive in your excellence. So it's all about believing in yourself, knowing that you can have anything you want. I mean, we all want something, and we put in the work to strive to get the things that we want. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's about believing in yourself and taking one day at a time, knowing that you are and you will get it done. So with that being said, I'm going to stop at three, and then I am going to go for just a little short commercial, and I will be right back. Don't go nowhere. Arthurs, are you looking for a new way to get your book in the hands of new audience of targeted buyers? Then a virtual book tour is for you. Right now, virtual book tours is an excellent opportunity for you to introduce your book and who you are as an author. Launching your book is very important. A virtual book tour will connect you with readers. We at WNL, we specialize in book tours, book blasts, radio tours, cover reveals, and Facebook chat. Promoting and marketing your book is what we do. Online publicity, the exposure and the publicity is what you need. Let us help you reach new readers and a new audience. We take care of everything so you don't have to. We set up the tour for you. We connect you with bloggers to advertise your book by way of interviews, guest posts, and reviews. If you are an author of a newly published book, have an upcoming release, or just want to give a previously published book new life, a virtual book tour is your answer. Check our tours out at www.wnlbooktours.com. Visit me on Facebook. I am the owner, Paulette Harper. Hi. Are you a female that's struggling through life trauma and triggers and not knowing how to overcome or how to understand the dynamics of what you're going through so you can be your authentic self? Just know if you are, you're not alone. There's millions of females going through the same problems, and I have helped so many females to overcome the trauma, overcome their triggers, and help them to move forward. So if this is you and you're ready to move forward and take control of your life, give me a call, 714-905-3707. My name is Charmaine Howard. I am a motivated speaker, a spiritual life consultant, a author, and a chaplain, and I am here to help empower women to overcome their life trauma and triggers so they can live their authentic self. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a good day. Hello, and welcome back to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine, and thank you for staying with me. I did see I had a, a somebody who wanted to ask a question, but they kind of went away. So, But you call back, you know, just dial 646-668-8485, hit the one, and come on in, ask a question, you know, a comment to the topic. But um, I left off at believing in yourself. I wanted to share a little tip about um, – 
stepping outside your comfort zone and trying something new. Um, stepping outside your comfort zone is, is so important as well as believing in yourself because there's so much that you want to do. And being in your comfort zone allows you to not move forward, not thinking that you're capable of uh, uh, living your dreams or that, that fire inside of you that wants to um, on upon other things in life that's holding you back. You have to step out yourself. You have to step out your comfort zone so you can reach the, the things that you want to do. So, if you stay in your comfort zone, you're not believing in yourself because you don't think you're able to do it. So it's important that you come outside your comfort zone and start with just one step at a time. Do one thing and believe that you can do it, and then you will be out that comfort zone. I was there before. I know how it is. So I just wanted to share that little comment, um, that little tip for you about in your comfort zone. The next one, the next principle is about practicing gratitude. Give more than you take. And about being, it's, gratitude is about being grateful for what you have, no matter the small or the insignificant. Um, the insignificant is also being humble with yourself and others. Gratitude. Gratitude is just being grateful of waking up every morning and just being thankful for all the things that you have, the people, your friends, your loved ones, you know, the things that you're about to strive and complete in life. I mean, just showing gratitude, it has so much respect and love for yourself. So that is an excellent um, principle to have is gratitude. Gratitude the little small things. When someone gives you something, be humble. You know, sometimes people used to say, Charmaine, you, don't, you don't show gratitude, and I do show gratitude. Maybe I had a different way of them accepting gratitude, but for me, I am so grateful for life itself every day that I am, I am so grateful that I express it in things that I say, things that I do, how I carry myself. You know, you can see gratitude as well as your being thankful for everything. So just that's another one. Um, that's number four of principle, self-love. The next one is five, is making good habits, you know, turning your positive thoughts and action into good habits, trying to eliminate bad habits with good habits, you know. Um, you know, especially, you know, uh, habits are like negative thoughts, you know, um, things that you know that doesn't serve you things that you know is not healthy for you, that's making good habits. You know, choosing the right people to be around, um, uh, eliminating your self-fit relationship. You know, I have one person um, I talked to before, and, um, you know, they, they reached out to her, and she said, you know, um, I haven't talked to this friend in a long time, and this person heard at me, you know, maybe about three years ago, and she didn't stand in her truth. And she allowed the person to come into her life knowing that this person wasn't beneficial for her, but the only reason why she opened the door is because she didn't want to hurt the person's feelings or she did, or I mean, she didn't want to hurt the person's feelings. That was one. And the second one, she didn't want to feel alone. You know, I'm not sure exactly how long she was alone, but the fact that she had someone who came to her and gave her that attention that she needed and, Sometimes we have to be careful of what type of attention that we're looking for. All you know, everybody doesn't have good intentions for you, so you have to be mindful of what you're welcoming, what you're welcoming into your um, your sanctuary. Because 
you know, um, regardless whether you're going to feel lonely or whether you're going to hurt the person's feelings, it's about self-love. It's about you standing in your truth and speaking how you feel because at the end of the day, that person is going to hurt you because you're not speaking up. You're not uh, looking out for the best interest of yourself. So it's all about making good decisions, turning the negative habits into good habits. And that's one of the negative habits is, is being afraid of, of uh, being alone. And so uh, she had to understand that now because when that person was ready to exit out her life, they didn't have a problem hurting her feelings. And so I had to tell her, you know, you've got to be able to stand in your truth. You've got to love yourself and know that it's okay to be alone. It's okay to not um, – uh, uh, it's okay to be alone, and it's okay to speak up. You're not hurting anyone's feelings. You're just letting them know how you feel. So um, that was number five, and that's about making good habits, making good choices for yourself, um, turning the negative habits and negative thoughts into good thoughts. Number six is don't let your past define you, you know, and that means um, not letting your past define you are not your past. Um, and life, we all know that life is not perfect, so we have to accept, forgive, and move on. Um, as you do that, life becomes so much easier with a positive mindset, and you are, and just tell yourself you are a winner. Um, you know, a lot of times people say, you know, we have to let go our past, and that is true. You can't hold on to your past. Um, there was another conversation I had with someone else, and um you know, they, they've been single for a long time, but they've been in a long, committed relationship. And I think it was probably about 10 or 11 years. And, you know, they were treated wonderful, but the person that they were dating had control issues. And so, uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly what level of control issues, but I know that she couldn't speak to the opposite sex you know, and she was a very outgoing person or whatever. And so that kind of hurt her. She kind of had some wounds, you know, after so many years. It's like somebody telling you, you can't do this and you can't do that. And But she allowed that to happen. Um, so that kind of really um, hindered her relationship as she moved forward. She still, you know, haven't been healed from that. She have still allowed the past wounds to still bother her in her future relationships. And so sometimes you have to look at the good and move and not focus on the past, but learn from the past and not expect the past to happen again in the negative um, in the negative uh, viewpoint, meaning that as you move forward, you were taken care of. The person provides, protected you, gave you everything you wanted, treated you like a queen. Think about it. They tried to control you. So look at the good part of somebody protecting, providing you, um, take you out, enjoying, you know, you had, you had a smile on your face. Look at the moments when you had to smile on your face. Don't focus on the moments that you didn't smile, but change that as in setting boundaries as you move forward of what you want and what you don't want. And it's so important of setting boundaries, you know, of any past experience, because if you don't set boundaries, you will repeat the same patterns over and over again. So it's so important that you set boundaries and that's how you grow. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, I can't believe I, I went through that. No, you had to go through that because now you know the difference of positive and the negative or 
what is it that you want, what is it that you don't want. If you don't go through things, you never can compare the difference. So, you know, um, letting go of your past or defining your past um, or not letting your past define you is so important as you move forward, you grow from it. So that was number six. And then number seven is accept your love. Love yourself unconditional. Trust that you're making the right decisions. Trust that you are living your best life at the moment. You know, sometimes we are so critical and so judgmental of ourselves that we do not celebrate our daily um, our daily achievements, things that we have accomplished. You know, you can go from Monday through Friday and you have achieved so much, but you never acknowledge the things that you have um, accomplished the things that you have checked off your checklist of things that you was things that you wanted to do and then you did do them you know just the little small things and that's also the gratitude again you know it's all about you acknowledging the steps that you're making and as you're making it you got to give yourself love for that you know cuz you did it but number one you did it by yourself you didn't need no help you know so you got to give yourself the kudos and you got to let yourself know that hey we we we, we, we you know I look at it like this. Every day we wake up, and we only got one day today. Tomorrow's not promised. We not guarantee another hour from now. We only guarantee that we will hopefully get through today. And if you could just focus on what you got done or what you did today, hey, that's a blessing all by itself. You should feel good and stand in your truth and recognize that, hey, you know what, all I got to do is focus on the day. When we put too much on ourselves and trying to focus on tomorrow and focus on next week and focus on, you know, a month from now, it's like you're putting too much on yourself, you know, and so that's where you start to, you know, demotivate yourself. You've got to be able to stay motivated and be grateful of what you're doing. Yes, things don't happen overnight. You know, if you look at a lot of successful people, it took them 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, but it's a process. It's like a machine. You know, it's like, you know how you get a gift? You get a gift, and um, the gifts come in a box. You know, you order the gift, and you just imagine you get an Amazon box come to your door, and it got a 1,000 pieces, okay, and it got all these small pieces. Well, that's, that's what life is about. It's about your dreams and your goals and everything. you got to put all the pieces together. And only thing about our situation is just that it don't, come for, it don't come with a manual. But the stuff that's in that Amazon box, it has a manual. So it makes it so much easier for you to put that device, whatever it is that you wanted, put it together. But when it comes to our dreams and our goals, we don't have a manual. We have to kind of sort through the mind and the thoughts and try to, come up with a logic of how we can put it together so we can be successful in what we do. And just that part of thinking about it, oh, you should love yourself unconditionally. So it's about self-love, loving yourself, giving yourself the love that you need. Don't look for other people to love you. You've got to love yourself. You've got to give that respect to yourself. You know, when I go to the prison and I talk to the ladies, you know, my first thing is about acceptance. It's about accepting yourself. And I tell them, I said, look, I said, everybody, not everybody, but majority of people, we always looking for someone to love us, and which is nothing wrong. But what does that look like? You know what I mean? If you don't know 
how to love yourself or what love looked like, then how do you expect someone to love you? You know, um, while a while back ago, I know I probably shared the story, and I know you probably heard it, but there was a woman who was like, she's married for 36 years, and we was having a conversation, and, you know, she even said, you know, Charmaine, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I don't think my husband loves me. And I'm thinking to myself, you married for 34, 36 years and you don't think he loves you? I'm thinking, well, what does love look like, you know? And so she had to question herself and she said, no one never asked me that question, you know, but I understand her upbringing, why, you know, no one never asked her a question and why she never knew what love looked like, you know, having a mother die at a young age. And I know we all have different uh, upbringing, traumas, and stuff like that where, you know, we didn't get that special type of nature, I mean, sorry, not nature, nurture that we needed at the time. So we just end up just going according to the flow of life and some things we didn't pick up or we haven't been trained or we haven't been taught, you know, but, you know, she had to go back and she was 77 and I shared a story and she don't mind. But, you know, she was 77 years old, and she had to go back and train herself about what does love look like to her. And so I taught her, I gave her some homework assignments for her to do the work and to identify what love looked like. And so sometimes we have to stop and ask ourselves, you know, what does love look like for me? Because I keep looking for it and I'm not finding it in this person. This person is not giving me love. So sometimes we have to pull back and say, okay, you know what, we got to go within. What does love look like for me? So if I love myself, I respect myself, and I care about myself, so then when I go out in the world, I respect that in return. And that is what I tell the ladies in the prison that, look, you got to start with self. You can't be looking for someone to take care of you, love you, and all that. That will come automatically. But first is about putting yourself first. If you can put yourself first, love yourself unconditionally, then it will come back to you in return. But until you do that, it is going to be very challenging to get what you want. And so um, I wanted to share that with you. So I'm going to go into a short commercial. Um, I will go Before I go into commercial, let me just go through the seven principles, um, and then I'll come back with some little short tips um, that will help to help as well to expand upon self-love. So the first principle was about your body is your temple. Your body has rights over you. Your body is the machine. If you don't take care of it, it will not work according to the way that you want to so you can give it that unconditional love that it needs every single day, every single moment. Number two was your mind is your strength. Give it the positive affirmation, the positive thought. Feed it what it needs. It wants, it wants wisdom. It wants knowledge. you got to give it that. The next one is believe in yourself. You are created to live in your greatness. you got to believe in yourself. And sometimes the society will throw so much on us where we don't even see ourselves, but we got to pull the layers so we can be able to see who we are, really stand in our truth and believe who we are. Number four is the principle I'm sorry, practicing gratitude, giving, give more than you take, being grateful of what you have, even the small little stuff, being humble is practicing gratitude. Number five is make good habits. Turn your negative habits into good habits. Uh, 
feed your body, your mind, your spirit what it needs. It needs good things. Make it a habit. Just constantly just just think about the good and just repetitiously do it every single day and give your body what it needs and the mind. Uh, Number six, don't let your past define you. Find the goodness in the past and move forward because you are a winner. Your past, your trauma is just a lesson to help you to become greater than you are. And number seven is accept your love. Love yourself unconditional because if you do not love yourself, then how do you expect others to love you? So with that being said, I am going to take a little short little break. Don't go nowhere. I'll come back with a couple of more tips. But if you want to call in, oh, I see that I have a caller, so I'm going to go on a short commercial, and then I'm going to come right back to the caller. Okay, one moment. Thank you, thank you for holding, and thank you. This Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Again, here every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This is an open mic discussion. All you have to do is dial 646-668-8485. Just hit the one, and you can um, join in conversation with a comment or a question. And today the topic is about um, understanding the seven principles of self-love. And as of right now, I do have a caller. His name is Joe from Montana. And so let's see what Joe has to say today. Welcome, Joe. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you Joe? hear me well? Hi. How are you doing? How good is That's our good. communication? Can you hear me? 
I can hear you well. I can hear you very well. You oh, have a okay. question or a comment or topic? Now I've got a comment. I was reading your description sure. page, and you were talking about yes. uh, self-love, which, of course, is very, very important. You were also talking about there are people who put themselves first, uh, put others first. And yes. uh, then I read further on, and you said they neglected themselves. Now, to me, those are important points. I believe that you should put your significant others um, on the same level, if not first. The reason why is because I believe in being unselfish. Now, the other important part of that equation is do not do that at your expense. Do not do that to neglect who you are. But a lot of people have no concept about even incorporating another person as somebody who's important. They want to put themselves first, put themselves second, and then maybe the husbands or wives the families third. So I'd like to elevate that position and make sure that, um, you know, people think, well, if I'm in a relationship, let's say a relationship, if I'm in a relationship, I want that person to feel special, feel important, feel loved, get my attention, just as long as I don't have to jump through hoops to do it. So that's my, and I, you need self-love because self-love means if I don't get that type of reciprocation back, I have to set up boundaries. If those boundaries are being violated or crossed, then I have to try to correct this, uh, the relationship or leave it. So I wanted to say that in about less than a minute. Well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. And you're absolutely right. I do not doubt nothing that you said. But the only thing I want to say is that sometimes we get into a relationship without understanding or knowing what self-love is first. And for me, I'm just sharing about understanding the self-principles is about first understanding you, knowing what love looks like for you before you get into a relationship. A lot of people that I talk to as women, they go into relationships looking for love, which is okay to look for love. But if you don't know what love is, how do you even go into a relationship looking for something that you don't you don't know what it is for number one? And then number two, you know, self love goes hand in hand with respecting yourself. If you don't respect yourself and love yourself, then you're walking into something it's almost kinda of like walking into a lion's den because you don't have no boundaries, you don't even know what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? You just go on in there just thinking that somebody's gonna give you what you're looking for, but I think it's so important that you know what it is before you get into a relationship. Then once you're in a relationship, then yes, you know what love is because you gave it to yourself first. Then you can give it back. And oh, I agree with you. Yeah, and, and, then, and then it can be reciprocated because you've given what you know and you're getting back what you also know, right? Sure. If you know what love is, okay. and to me, love means you are getting respect and appreciation and a higher emotion even more so than that from your partner. That partner is looking up upon you with a certain amount of admiration, and that partner wants to please you. I, if I'm in love, I want to please that other person, and I want that to be reciprocated on the same level. So when yes, I get it absolutely. back, so that's what I'm looking for, and if she wants it from me, which I can give her, and if we're both appreciative, of the gifts that we give each other, 
then when that feeling goes beyond just merely liking somebody, but you actually form a strong bond and a strong love, um, which is the ultimate word um, and the description of how you feel, of wanting to please, wanting to make that person happy, then yeah, and it all is all founded upon self-respect. If you don't respect yourself, love yourself, you may not know that you're in a toxic relationship because you may think that that's what a normal relationship is. And you just keep spiraling down and spiraling down. Uh, that's why I mentioned boundaries before, because if you know what love is, and if the other person is incapable of giving you love, even though they're supposed to, then either you try to correct that relationship, and if you can't, then even if you're going to experience heartbreak, you've got to leave it. Absolutely. I totally agree. And to be honest, you know what? It's, I really think that when you get into a relationship, it should, and you built that, uh, you built that love and you built that uh, compassion for this person, I think it goes a little bit more deeper than loving that person unconditional. When you can love that person unconditional, then I truly believe that you understand what self-love is about. Would you agree with that? Not entirely. Um, I think people are looking for the young. Not entirely, no. And I'll tell you why. Because, yes, everybody's looking for unconditional love. And it would be great if we could give it, if we could get it. The problem is, is that there are narcissists out here who will prey on those who are capable of giving unconditional love. I believe in conditional love. Um, you, everybody you wants unconditional love. Yes, because if no, you're, no, not, no, you're no, not going no, to be, if you're no, not returning no, love to me, then I am not going to return love to you. That's my condition. I am not going to give you unconditional love, even if you don't love me, even if you don't do what you say you're going to do, because people have a tendency of turning in unconditional love. The people who have it into doormats. So, um, like I said, everybody wants, yeah. And I guess everybody me. I didn't say every. No, no, I didn't. I didn't say everybody wants unconditional love. I say until you know what love is, and you get into a relationship, and you ha- and y'all both build that same bond together, then you can step into unconditional because both of you guys understand what self love is, respect, and then you can give each other unconditional love. No, one person can't give unconditional love, and the other one just giving conditions. You're absolutely the right because you will become a doormat you know what i'm saying so i totally agree with you on that yeah uh, but i always think that love is conditional anyway because human nature is such that um if somebody un- I, I i had a woman who for all practical purposes unconditionally either was in love with me or was infatuated with me i could mm-hmm. not return that to her because even though she loved me she didn't have the other qualities that I was looking for. Now, I mm-hmm. didn't turn her into a doormat, but there were times because she irritated me that I showed her that I was irritated with her. I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't that much into her, so I didn't care about uh, creating a stronger bond. I just, cre- I just cared about expressing my irritation and then, um, and then leaving. And then the next time if we talked, 
then we could pick up where we left off. But, yeah, I don't think love is unconditional. I think it would be nice oh. if it were, but I think if two people had the, um, had the attitude, as long as I am giving to him or her, and as long as they give to me the same way, I will love them. I still think that human nature is such that if you give, yeah, I, see, I know where you're going. I know what you're saying, that you have to have two people who, if you're, if you're loving each other, <clears throat> that's the best of both worlds. But I also believe that two people can love each other and one person can fall out of love. When that person falls out of love, yeah, then the other person may still love that person unconditionally, and now they're trapped in in a, in a very unhealthy and unhappy relationship. Yeah, but but I think I think also, I mean, unconditional don't last forever. You know what I'm saying? You you can still come out of the relationship, but you might have like I mean, any relationship you have with a person, you're going to still feel some type of love, long distance love. You care about a person. Let me just change it. Change it to love. Care about a person, but a person who show you unconditional love is not so much stuck. And I'm just going to speak it for myself because I can walk away from someone that if I felt, if I shared unconditional love with you, it's easy. It's not easy. It's going to take time, but you can walk out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not getting reciprocated back because that person is not giving you what you want. You know what I'm saying? Or not not so much giving Uh you what you want, but not loving you unconditional. You know what I mean? Somehow there's an imbalance. When there's an imbalance, then you know, okay, there's a problem. It's time to step away or fix the problem if you can or step away, you know. And so with the lady that you're talking about, she was irritating you because she was giving you more love that you wasn't ready for her. So did you kind of just end the relationship or was it it not like a, a real serious relationship? No, it was ongoing, but it was sporadic. Um, and she wasn't irritating oh, okay. me by giving me love. She was irritating by other qualities that she had. So even though she loved me, and she had done some nice things for me, that uh, the nice things weren't um, in and of themselves good enough. She had to have certain qualities which were lacking. And I knew that if I were to bond with, with her, that those bad qualities um, despite the fact that she loved me, would erode the love. So to mm-hmm. me, that's why I wasn't into her. Now, if she had the other good qualities, then um, it would have been a lot easier for me to bond with her, to find out more about her, to accept her, and to perhaps even eventually love her. But um, uh-huh. I'm just saying that, you know, love in and of itself. Some people think, well, if I love you, you should love me back. It, it would be nice no, if the world worked that way. It doesn't work that way, though. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Unfortunately, it doesn't. No, it's a little give and take on that one. Well, Joe, well, thank you for calling uh, in. I appreciate I appreciate your comment and your feedback sure. and having an open dialogue with me. You know, but uh, I have 12 more minutes left, and I'm about to close out okay. if anybody else wanted to speak. You know, so thank you for that. And hopefully sure. those who's listening will understand exactly, especially coming from a man's point of view, you know, about um, conditional love and how, you know, someone is not equally balanced enough. And so, you know, like you said, how can I sit there and love you when I know that you're not, you're not, you, you do not have the qualities of the things that I want, so I don't want to move forward because it might be a little bit disruption in the relationship. Now, if she had everything that you wanted, vice versa, 
you know, then there will be a little bit of balance where you can grow a little bit beyond just love and, you know, involve a little extra, you know, doing more other things together as one, which is so important. Being compatible is also, mm-hmm. I think, is also a gift of finding that right mate where you can grow with that person. Right. And I think that the boundaries are especially important. I don't have the, the recipe for a perfect relationship, but I do have a, um, a guideline, a blueprint for how to not stay in a bad relationship. And I think boundaries are especially important. If you have, you have to make sure that the other person knows what your boundaries are, and if they cross those boundaries too often, uh, like I said before, even if it causes heartbreak, uh, you got to let that person go or you got to go. So that's, that's my Absolutely. parting words. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Joe. And you have a wonderful day. And hopefully you'll tune you in too. next Thursday. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, I hope you listen to Joe from Montana. He has some good points, you know, about, you know, a man's perspective on um, love, self-love, you know, and having respect, and then also relationship, you know, setting boundaries. I truly believe setting boundaries is number one, knowing what you want, knowing what you what you don't want. And he also mentioned something important is about, you know, putting boundaries, you know, uh, letting the person know up front what you want and what you don't want. And sometimes that can be a little bit challenging because if you just speaking to a person and, you know, um, it could just be friendship, you know, you're just having a regular conversation. It's like, okay, well, I don't really see you like, you know, having a relationship, but it starts to grow. It starts to inquire to get somewhere. It's like, okay, by that time now feelings have got involved and it's like, okay, now do I tell you, Okay, these are my boundaries, and you don't meet them. So I know sometimes us as females, we're very nurturing, and, you know, we kind of see that, okay, this person likes me, but uh, that person has to grow on me. You know what I mean? And so, you know, as over time you end up sharing, you know, um, you end up sharing, you know, the qualities of what you want, and by that time sometimes we get our feelings involved where, Sometimes people don't want to let go because the person is outside the boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Or that person don't want to be alone, so the person, you know, allow them boundaries or or shape or or fade the boundaries, so they not so much focus on the boundaries. And then at the end of the at the end of the relationship, someone is going to get hurt because the person was not um, did not stand in her truth of what she wanted or what she um, didn't want by setting boundaries. So. For that being said, if you know, have nobody else who want to raise their hand or comment, you know, I am going to go ahead and just put my last final um, thoughts in it about self-love. Self-love is about loving yourself unconditional. It's about stepping back and healing yourself from any wounds from past experience before you get involved in a relationship. Self-love is about respecting who you are and not worrying about what people say about you. Um, it's not. It's about, you know, not looking for validation, not looking for other people to approve you. It's about loving you, knowing you. You know, you got to remember, this is all about self. It's all about knowing who you are. You're not going to know your you're not going to know your full capacity of yourself. Every day we keep evolving 
every day learning more and more about who we are. And so with that being said is that every day you're growing, and, and there are some things that doesn't serve you. You have to pull away so you can be able to love who you are. You know, for me, it took me a long time for me to develop self-love. And once I understood self-love, and it happened to me naturally, I'm not sure exactly, you know, the process of, you know, how it happened for me, but I know that I'm in it and I know that I can share certain principles about self-love because now I experience what self-love is about. It's about loving yourself unconditional. It's about having confidence in yourself. It's about uplifting yourself and not waiting for somebody to uplift you. It's about setting boundaries and knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want. It is about knowing who you are, being authentic, standing in your truth, speaking for yourself and not let somebody else speak for you. And by me working with a lot of women, I have a lot of women who do not stand in their truth, and my goal is about teaching them how to stand in their truth, how to speak up for themselves, how to love their self unconditional so when they do get into a relationship, they have boundaries. They know what love is about. They know what how to love themselves. They know how to walk away if they're in a toxic relationship and not have to be able to settle because they don't want to be alone always. We all know that there is someone else out there for us that can provide us with what we're looking for and what we need. Every time we get into a relationship, there's something that we can learn, something that we can uh, uh, take with us that will elevate us to another level. So bring all the good that you can have your tool belt with you because you always going to need your tool belt, whether to knock some things down off of you or whether to elevate yourself up by maybe having some bolts and nuts to build that wood into that foundation so you can be able to grow. So I leave you with that. Again, I am here every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I thank the caller who called in, Joe from Montana, for having an open discussion about self-love. Self-love is so important because we're always looking for love. You can follow me at hashtag Charmaine. I am on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. I do have a website called Charmaine Holland. Again, I am a motivated speaker, a spiritual life coach, an author, and a chaplain. And the purpose of this live podcast is to um, help me to inspire to go the extra mile so I can be able to touch more hearts by healing those with deep conversations that's relevant with life issues to uplift, motivate, empower, and stimulate our thinking to help bring awareness to whatever situation that we are dealing with towards living our authentic self where we can stand in our truth and live a happy, peaceful life. I leave you with that. And to the meantime, I see you again. Have a blessed evening. Have a blessed week. And I will see you next Thursday. Goodbye.